Hey everyone, I'm Sarah James, a beauty blogger and self-help aficionado. And I'm Kristen Howerton, a writer and psychotherapist. And you are listening to Selfie, a weekly podcast about two women trying to tackle better self-care. We are both of the opinion that self-care is important, and yet we find it elusive. And while we may have all the info we need, we don't always get there. From the silly to the serious, we are taking a vulnerable yet humorous look at body, mind, and spirit and maybe a touch of the random, all while looking at the distractions and defenses that keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. Hey guys, well today we're going to be chatting with Adita Lang. She is a nutritionist, a health coach, and she's the author of a new book called Superpowers, A Busy Woman's Guide to Health and Happiness. And we are going to be talking about what she calls our self-care superpowers, which I could use right about now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but first, I'm here with Claire, and we're going to do a quick self-care check-in. Claire, how's your self-care going? You know, every day is just a new day. <laughs> okay. A new day. I'm actually kind of coming off of being sick. Yeah. I um, We spent the weekend in San Diego. I shouldn't say weekend. We spent an evening in San Diego, and my husband was a little bit sick, and I thought he was just being weak, and then the next day, I got sick. Oh. So I'm, I'm like, returning to my normal self today, but I'm also... Giving it the old college try, I am going to be quitting dairy. Oh. So it's day one, so it's going great. <laughs> day one. Yeah. Well, what what made you decide that? For a long time, I've known that dairy was probably something I needed to cut from my diet. Mm-hmm. I tend to just be a more inflamed person. Yeah. Um, I do too. Highly vascular. Yeah. And even back in the day when I was in school for skin, mm-hmm. um, 15, 20 years ago, that was a hot topic, just yeah. about how dairy affects our skin, yep. our digestion, and even like at the cellular level, it's just not something we really should be yep. ingesting as, as often as we do. That's right. Yeah. Not as much as we do. And I'm really not a fan of like cutting things out completely. Mm-hmm. I think balance is really important. That's mm-hmm. where I failed before with yeah. diets is that yeah. I would cut it off completely. Right. And then I would binge. No carbs. Yeah. And then you exactly. can't live with that. Oh, we yeah. did that one time, remember? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> So I'm just – I'm going to definitely still eat butter. Okay. Because I, I cook with butter a lot. Yeah. Um, but as far as milk products and um, sour cream, ice cream, those are things I do eat often. I got it. I eat sour cream like four days a week. Really? It's, a, it's like one of my favorite condiments. Oh, interesting. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, there's a lot of different things you can – I mean, vegan is so, is so hot mm-hmm. right now, especially mm-hmm. if you go – we're so lucky that we go to the grocery stores. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so, so many much. options. So I'm just going to see kind of how it makes me feel. Yeah. A lot of people that I know who have stopped eating dairy rave about feeling better. Oh, I agree. I mean, so we'll we'll see. And maybe it's a lie. Maybe I'll feel just as the same. Well, I'm excited to hear. I've gone off dairy at different points in my life, and it does definitely make me feel better. I'm interested too in like I was. In, this is going to speak to your life right now, mm-hmm. but in the last like two weeks, I've been very like mucusy. Yeah, like, I'm not quite sick, but I'm like yeah. there's like something happening. Yes, I'm wondering if dairy will help that too. I think it does help with that. Yeah. So, so segue into how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> well, one minute though on the non-dairy thing, I have to say there are some really good like fake milks out there right yeah. now. Oat milk yeah, is people so are going nuts freaking about oat milk. good. I've never tried it. It's so good. I will say one bummer about oat milk is it's not low calorie. Okay. But it's really delicious. Oh, it just sounds so gross It to does me. sound gross, but it's really good. And then I don't mind soy milk or almond milk. Like I really, I like those. I can do almond. Yeah, and I can do those ice creams. So I've, I've, I mean, as we're talking about this, I'm a pretty low dairy person. Okay. I don't do ice cream. I, I'll do almond. Cheese? Um, cheese is the one thing I'll do. 
because I feel like you can't. There's no fake cheese. Like no. you can fake. If I find fake it, ice cream, no. you can fake. You know, a lot of stuff. But Just you put enough fake. sugar in it. And it's yeah, fine. <laughs> you can't fake cheese or like fake yogurt. I actually, I've had coconut. Yes, I think something that's yogurt good. that was good. I think that's you good. know what are really good are the coconut milk. They're by the company Soy Something, which now is also coconut something. Yes, yes and now yes, they yeah, also do almond milk about. something. Yeah, the coconut milk ice mini ice cream yes. sandwiches. Really good. So good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I am presently on a steady diet of Halloween candy. <laughs> Dude, our kids got so much freaking candy. So much. Like, I mean, king size un- bars. Believable. Yes. So Claire and I live in the same neighborhood. We have one neighbor who every, <laughs> well, there's much to say on this. Every <laughs> year. Kristen posted a video. Yeah, I did post a video on my Instagram. So we have these neighbors who every year they do, um, at 10 p.m., they feed their snake a live mouse, which is really cool. I mean, it's... The kids freaking love it. The kids love it. It is, you know, it's just, it's a very neighborly sort of, like, tradition. Mm -hmm. I love traditions. I love things that pull the neighbors together. And it's very sciencey, the way she explains it. She's... She is a, an animal ag- advocate. Yes. She and she um she is not letting them leave until they've learned something about snakes and and mice. I Absolutely. Mean, she is giving a lesson. Mm-hmm. It is a little pedantic. <laughs> but um and then she has them say a prayer for the mouse and the circle, like of, life. circle of life and then they watch the the snake. So it's it's really cute, but anyway, they went hog wild for Halloween. I mean, they decorated so much. She actually had on display um, her dead cat, who she had freeze dried, freeze dried, not taxidermied, not taxidermied, freeze dried. So her dead cat was sitting out on top of a um, cat, like what do you call it, like a cat jungle I didn't gym, actually the carpeted be- jungle gym. I for didn't cats. actually believe you or Chad when you told me that that's what that was. Yeah, that's what that was. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, and but, I mean, it's super sweet. It's so sweet what they did, but they had so many full sized candy bars. Yeah, and then by the time like the end of the evening as the snake feeding is winding down they're like take them all so my kids came home with each of them about 20 mm-hmm. full size candy bars in addition to bags and bags of the regular halloween candy yeah it's absurd and then my kids got really really i don't even know the right word to describe this they separated all of their candy oh yeah into subcategories yes. like i've never seen my kids be so freaking organized yeah oh Karis? and then they were trading they were trading. Karis put hers in rainbow order, in oh, Roy color- G. Viv order. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> and then it's t- so tough, too. Because- well, and Karis, I mean, she was, like, in it to win it. She came home midway through the night and changed costumes so uh-huh. she could hit the same She could houses. double up on houses. And, you know, I – in the past, I, I'm the mom who would have been like, absolutely not. But I don't know. This year, I'm just like, oh, whatever. You know whatever. what? I kind of used to be that way, too. This is like their freaking Super Bowl. It is. And I'm also of the belief, I do not ration their candy. Yeah. I don't get involved in their candy. And it kind of clicked for me this year. I would just rather them binge on it for a week. Yeah. And just be sick of it than have to like constantly talk about it with them. Right. It's just when it's gone, it's gone. This is the first year that I haven't rationed it. Well, okay. Let me take you back. I don't know if you remember this, but for years, I lied to my children (laughs) that how Halloween worked was that everyone went and collected candy, and then you took that candy and you put it in a bowl in front of your house for everyone else. So they would come back from trick-or-treating, and I'd be like, okay, let's put it in the bowl, and we would set it out. For how long did you do this? I mean, for so long. 
until like Japta was, I probably in second grade and it was like, <laughs> mom, this isn't how it works. This is a lie. Everyone else is keeping their candy. So then what I would do is I would put, I would take all of it. I'd put it in a box and they could have two pieces after dinner if they ate their vegetables. And I would, that would last for like a year, <laughs> you know? And it was just like, that was our dessert every night. But this year, yeah, I haven't done anything and they even have it in their rooms. I mean, I'm in a very busy season right now and yeah. I'm just kind of like, I guess they're just going to eat candy in bed in their room. Yeah. Like, I, I guess that's While they're reading who I am they're now. scholars. <laughs> <laughs> I've given myself, uh, I've given myself permission to just not care. Yeah. They're going to be fine. We, when we were kids, I mean, really, how much control did our parents? I do not believe that I ever got this much of a candy haul. My, oh, I, so I mean, did. my children came home with like, Enough to fill a king-size yeah. pillowcase. And they, I mean, talk about, like, sports, like, athleticism. These kids ran, like, two or three miles. They did. I'll give them that. But then, and then it's like, I want to ration it, but they they really feel like they earned it. Oh, like, yeah. They worked for it. Like, you don't take mine away. I spent the whole evening. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I may, one thing I may do is I may ration some of it. I may create some baggies for when we go to the movies and when we go to the theater. Like, that sounds hard. I know, but because that's the other thing. Like, you know, we go to the theater a lot. I actually bought like every subscription ever for the theater this year. I don't know why. That's a thing? Yeah. Like I bought the subscription for Segerstrom Broadway series. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I bought South Coast Rep too. So we have a play once or twice a month and they always want to buy candy there. And when you go to the theater, like Skittles are like $5. I mean, yeah. it's so dumb. So dumb. Like I'm spending $50 at the snack bar at intermission. So I'm like, well, let's keep some for the plays and let's keep some for the movie theater. Maybe just tell them that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. My like, kids are still going to bags. No, they're binge. not going to be happy, but I don't know. It's like I have all this free candy and then there's all those situations where you're overpaying for candy totally. and I'm trying to figure out how to meet in the middle. Exactly. Well, maybe have them do that now and <sighs> then you hoard that candy and then I'll let them eat the rest. Yeah, that's true. God, India must have been so excited. She was. She <laughs> India and Grace both candy. are like their eyes. Sugar fiend. The sugar fiend in them. It's just like their eyes just get so wide. Well, and I am too. I love sugar, but I don't generally like Halloween candy, like a preferred dark chocolate or, you know. I think it's time that you really just be honest about your dot addiction at Halloween time. I do love dots. <laughs> Everyone who knows me knows that I am a freak about dots. I make the kids give me the dots. It's Every so kid weird. in the neighborhood is like, oh, these are I for know. Kristen. Yeah. Because nobody actually likes dots. No, I'm the only one. They're like the Almond they're like Joy. The almond joys. They're yeah. like the fruity Almond Joy. Oops. And they um, might pull out your freaking crown. They probably will. Yeah. And I should not be eating any of it right now. But oh well. Um, yeah, I need to ration it really just for myself because their bags are in their rooms and they go off to school and I'm like, oh, it's 10 a.m. I feel like a Twix. I've definitely eaten all the Milky Way darks <laughs> out of all their bags. Oh, I could not find They're any. So that's the old, that's the one I would actually eat is the Milky yeah, Way Yeah, because I went through all your kids' bags too and took their oh, milk. Oh, They're why. so good. Lot. They're really good in the small ones. Oh, yeah. Did you feel like you didn't – it's it's fine. No, I totally agree. <laughs> all right. Um, what do you have for two thumbs up this week? So two things. One being a show, well, a comedy series. Okay. I've been trying to watch more comedy just because I feel like like the real life news is so depressing. Yeah. And there's can't. so many dark dramas right now that are like And they're probably really great. They are, but they're like you're like, what am I watching? It's like I can't watch like election stuff yeah. and then watch murder. It yes. just feels like there's no hope That's in the world. Totally. So I've been trying totally. to force myself to watch comedy. Um and I've been Netflix has so many great comedy specials. Yeah. And one of my favorites, I mean, obviously Dave Chappelle was hilarious and there was a lot of other really funny ones, but someone who I think kind of went under the radar, her name's Catherine Ryan. 
Um, I've seen her over the years a couple of times. Uh-huh. But she finally got, like, her own special on Netflix. Like Netflix. They're doing so many good comedy specials on Netflix. She's hilarious. Really? Yes. She... I don't know, it's hard to explain it. Definitely a feminist, but also yeah. very, like, um, classic, something very classic about her. Uh-huh. She does this bit about Hamilton, about that part where, you know, he sleeps with the young girl. Yes. And about how, like, <laughs> he really should have, like, shown some restraint and how totally. she was, like, frustrated in the seats. Yes. And, like, it's hilarious. Um, husband didn't love it as much as I did. <laughs> what a but surprise. I actually watched it twice. Because I wanted... It was that good that I wanted to laugh again. Oh, my gosh. So I highly recommend it. Fun. Um, and I think it's something you can watch, like, with your older kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe my son, who's, like, 10. Maybe not. But yeah. my girls, for sure. So, um, yeah. Catherine Ryan, watch out for her. I feel like she's going to be doing probably a lot more things in the future. Fun. And then my next one is... <laughs> I've been, like, really getting into jewelry lately. I kind of go through phases where I really? love jewelry and then I uh-huh. wear none. Yes. Right now, I'm, like, I mean, I'm wearing so many you pieces are. of jewelry right Me too. I've been looking for the perfect huggy. The huggy, um, like, diamond earring. Yes. And, like, a little, like, a the little smallest hoop, hoop teeny, you can imagine. Tiny, yeah. Teeny, tiny hoop. And I've had my second hole pierced since I was probably about 13. Yeah. But haven't really worn earrings in them. Yeah. As an adult ever. Yeah. And so, I had found these regular earrings in my first hole that I really like, and I was trying to find... Something small for the second hole that wasn't a stud. Yeah. So I was looking around, and some of these huggy diamond earrings are really expensive. Yeah. And until I knew what I really wanted, I wanted to get something really inexpensive. Yeah. So these are very, very petite little um, huggy hoops with, like, um, CZs in them. Yeah. Yeah. On Amazon for $12. Oh, nice. And they're super cute. If all of my kids' teachers are listening, that's what you're getting for Christmas. (laughs) Let's hope they're not listening. But (laughs) it comes in silver, um, a gold, Uh and a rose gold. I bought all three. Uh I'll probably only wear the regular yellow gold. And they look like little infinity hoops. Yeah, they do. They're really, really small. Yeah. And they just kind of click. Not really easy. Super easy. And I feel like they look really expensive. I need those because, you know, what's funny about jewelry, I wore infinity hoops in my – I have um, second and third holes. Okay. And so I wore infinity hoops in them, which are those ones that, like, sort of go all the way through. The ones that we tried to have your daughter take off at a soccer game? Yes. Yeah. They're very difficult you to get You cannot get them off. Yeah. You yeah. kind of need tweezers mm-hmm. to get them out. Um, but the good part about it is, you know, they, they just become a perfect circle and they're really easy to wear. Um, but and you're not going to lose them. You never lose them. I wore them and never took them out for probably 15 years. Not even Holy. kidding. I mean, I think I got them in high school and I just never took them out. Whoa. And then I had a surgery and I had to remove them. And then I've not put another single earring in them since, which oh, is wow. so weird. But I have a massive nickel allergy. You do. I am so sensitive to earrings. And so I kind of don't even wear them anymore. Do you find that it's just in your ear or if you wear a necklace or... Other jewelry? Um, rings bother me. Okay. And so I don't – I used to wear rings all the time. Now I don't wear any rings, none at all, um, because they start to make me itch. Yeah. That's so. like – in my first hole, I'm not as sensitive. No, mm-hmm. that's a lie. Flip that. In my first hole, I'm super sensitive. In my second hole, I'm not as sensitive. That's so interesting. And I never really realized it was a nickel allergy. I just knew it wasn't a real metal or uh-huh. a metal my body liked to the point where, like, they'll bleed and crack. After wearing oh. them for just a short amount of time. In right. the second hole, I don't have that problem. That's I will so say that the Huggy um, earrings I'm talking about are nickel-free. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. <laughs> They're $12. But, yeah, well, and, that, and that's the truth. Allegedly. Because I have bought many a nickel-free mm-hmm. earring and then been like, why do I want to... Claire's nickel-free earrings yeah. bug my ears. Interesting. So I feel like I almost have to just go to a piercer and buy probably. their like, surgical 
The surgical steel. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But India is the same way. And in fact, when she first got her ears pierced, she did the, you know, the piercer and the surgical steel. And then her first pair of non, um, you know, non-piercer earrings mm-hmm. was this cute pair that someone had sent me. And her ears grew around the earring. Oh. Like, swole, like swelled up. It was so disgusting. Kind of packs full of fluid, right? Yeah. And I had to take them out and we had to regrow them and oh. re-pierce them like a year later. It was terrible. That so sucks. we're both really sensitive. Yeah. Not fun. Not what are fun. your uh, two thumbs up this week? Okay. Well, one of mine is this, um, it is this nice little, um, bottle of sleep mist that you spray mm. on your pillow. It's from Gardner's Garden. Um, and it smells like lavender and it's heavenly, but it's not too strong. And it's funny. My kids really love it too. So at night they'll be like, where's the spray? Where's the spray? I know a specific child who really can't sleep without it. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So she has, India has one by her bed, but it comes in this cute little bottle that's oh, that like, is cute. I don't know, aluminum or something, pillow, bed sheets, or the air, you can spray it in. That'd um, be a great gift. It is a great gift. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like that? Like and I that just, with like a self pillowcase? Yeah. Like a self-care package. Oh my gosh. That's so true. Yeah, I actually I like think that. I might, that might be my teacher gift. There you go. Sleep mist with the uh, satin pillowcase. Um, but yeah, so that's um, one. And then my other one is, um, okay, so I just got this. Have you heard of nootropics? No. Okay. So our friend Anna is into this. Nootropics are just like... Um, I mean, it's just a fancy word for supplements that help with brain functioning. Okay. So there's oh, this, this sounds like so much Anna. Okay. Uh, right. Exactly. Yeah. So there's this brand called Dioxamy. They actually have a whole bunch of different types of supplements, but I have just been using their brain nootropics, which is like a powder that you can pop into a smoothie or into a drink. Um, but it is supposed to increase your focus and concentration, your memory and recall, amplify your mental processing. Take all my money. Well, I know because I feel like, and we've talked about this a lot in the selfie group, it's like a lot of us are hitting perimenopause and finding that our memory is crap. And just fog. Oh my gosh. Like I can't remember. I mean, Sarah and I talked about this in a previous episode. Like I can sometimes not remember the names of people I know well. Mm-hmm. Or recall word, what you know, the vocab- yes. your vocabulary knows this word, right. but you just can't grasp it. Yeah, like, ooh, I want to make an artichoke, but I can't remember the word yeah. artichoke. <laughs> and then I end up, like, I'll Google for five minutes, that vegetable that's green that has spiky things on it mm-hmm. to remember artichoke. <laughs> so anyway. But that, I feel like that speaks more to, and I'm not there yet, so I don't know what's going to happen to me when perimenopause comes. I'm terrified. But I think that speaks more to... Maybe moms too. Have, our load is yes. just so heavy. It's all of the above. That like we literally we don't have any more space left in yeah, our brain. I don't. I am holding. I have so many tabs open in my mm-hmm. brain right now. I have so many things going on. And you know that once you add a new one, yeah, one of them's gonna go away. Artichoke has gone and left I the know. building. I know. <laughs> totally. Yep. So anyway, I am giving this the college try. I'm taking it every day. I think it's helping. I will say, Anna, as much as I hate to give her all the credit yes. for anything. She's usually really, really good and knowledgeable about this stuff. She is. Everything I've ever tried that she's told me to help with, like, either my brain or immunity has made me feel really good. <laughs> totally. Totally. And this thing has – it. The, I mean, in case you're wondering, what are the supplements that help your brain? Um, alpha GPC choline, L-carnitine, L-carnitine L-tyrosine. Um, ex- it has extended-release caffeine in it, L-thanine, and 137. You got this. Trimethyl – Laxistine? 
lexithine. <laughs> anyway, listen, lots of fancy things, guys. Lots of fancy. <laughs> lots of I'm fancy interested things. in this slow release extended caffeine. Yeah, I mean, so, so supposedly you don't get any jitters, you don't get a, a crash. You I know, need that. Um, and then it's great because there's there's no GMOs in it. It's gluten free. It's you know. Um, but the extended ca- caffeine is supposed to sort of amplify the effectiveness of all of the other supplements. Nice. Yeah. I feel like as a person with ADHD, this would be really great for me. Oh, it probably would be. And my child. Yes, Uh-oh. it probably would be. Um, well, speaking of ADD, are you still doing CBD mm-hmm. for your kid who has ADD? Mm-hmm. How's that going? Great. Except when he goes and tells people, hey, I do CBD. Of course he does. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's... it. I see it helping him not only um, just with, like, you know, his mental performance, but I also think it's helping him physically in his recovery. Right. My kids play high-level sports, and so I think that it's been really helping him just, like, repair. Okay. Not only do I see, like, a lot of great results, but it feels really good. Talking about being vascular. Yes. And inflamed, it helps me. Yes. And that's the other thing with CBD, too, that he's ingesting. um, It's helping with inflammation. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, we're happy with that. Well, the reason I wanted to talk about CBD is actually we have a CBD company as our sponsor today. Oh, fantastic. And it is one that I really like. It's called Feels, F-E-A-L-S. Oh, I like that. I know. And I mean, first of all, I just want to talk about the packaging because it's really cute packaging. I'm a sucker for marketing. Dude. If it's cute, I'll probably buy packaging. it. <laughs> and one thing I do like about this company is you can order what they call a flight, which is where you can try... Like they have three different strains that have a higher composition of CBD in them. Okay. And so you can try all three to see which one works best That's for you. That's brilliant. That way you're not committing to something expensive that doesn't work for you. So I've talked quite a bit about why I use CBD. I suffer from both anxiety and insomnia. I know a lot of people do. Um, we talk about it in the Facebook group quite a bit. So CBD has been very helpful for me with that. And I really like Feels. It is a premium CBD that is delivered directly to your doorstep. You can get it on a subscription because because they have found that, you know, people who know and like CBD want to use it on a regular basis. Um, It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, sleeplessness. It has definitely helped me with my insomnia. And it's really easy to take. You put a few drops of feels under your tongue, and you can feel the difference within minutes. It's a great, I have it sitting on my desk. It's a great kind of middle of the day de-stressor. And if you're new to CBD, what's great about feels is they have a free CBD hotline, text message support, to help guide you with how much you should take, what your dosage should be. Um, They are really, really responsive. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, there's no hangover, no addiction. CBD is totally legal. Feels has definitely helped me feel my best every day. And if you're interested in trying it, you you can become a member by going to feels.com. That's F-E-A-L-S.com slash selfie. And you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's fields.com slash selfie to become a member and to get 50% taken off your order with free shipping. All right. Well, I am super excited to be talking with Adita Lang. She is a certified fitness instructor of over 30 years, and she wrote a book called Superpowers, which I think is so relevant to all of us. Adita, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, first of all, what does this word superpowers mean? Well, you know, I, um, how do I say this? So I was, you know, footloose and fancy free when I was single. And then all of a sudden I became a wife and a mom. Yeah. And once I became a mom, my energy and everything just kind of dwindled. And I was like, this is crazy because I used to be able to like manage all sorts of things, teach mm-hmm. classes, train clients, and I was fine. And now I'm struggling with two kids. 
Sure. And so that's kind of like where the whole superpower thing came into play, where mm -hmm. I just started recognizing that I was taking care of everybody else and I was forgetting to take care of myself. And so yes. then my superpowers were dwindling yeah. in a bad way. And so that's where I was like, no, 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 something's got to change. And, and I really started to sit back and go, okay, where, what is it that I, that I'm not doing for myself now that I used to do for myself. And as I kind of put all the pieces together, I just made some adjustments in my schedule and how I dealt with people because self care became a priority because that's what would ignite my superpowers. And then I was happier. I could handle my kids better. I could even do, you know, kindergarten homework without a problem. So that's when I really knew I needed to work on me first. Yeah, but that is so hard for women. How do you how do you think? Um, why is it such a, a difficulty for women to prioritize our own needs? Well, I mean, I think that just, you know, and this is generationally, this has gone, you know, through the lineages of everybody, we have become the caregivers. Yeah. And we have become the ones who, you know, manage the household and all this other kind of stuff. Um, and, and, but because of that, we have, t we just, we naturally take care of everybody else first. Yeah. We do. And, and yeah. you know, one of the things I teach with my clients and I work with them all the time is that we ha if we take care of ourselves first, we are actually better at taking care of others. It's so true, though. So, what, you know, what are some steps women can take to make sure they're prioritizing their own needs? I think a lot of us kind of have bought that, you know, we're overwhelmed, we're exhausted, we need to prioritize. But we don't know where to start. Well, you know, and, and again, my superpowers book, that's really what this is all about. It's about how do you slip it in easily? First yeah. and foremost, you've got to drink water, ah. you know, getting down to the basics. Yep. You've got to drink water throughout the day. You cannot survive on coffee alone because that is going to dwindle your superpowers. So you got to load up on water and you've got to eat the right foods because our body is a machine. And we got to make sure that we're fueling the machine for everything that we have going on in our day. That's so important. And yet that is a hard one for me even too, because I feel like I'm making sure everyone else is fed, making sure lunches are made. And then, you know, comes time for me to eat lunch and it's like, oh, I got nothing for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm right there with you. I remember when my kids were young and I remember being in the car on a road trip and I had all of these great snacks for them and they're eating their snacks. And all of a sudden I'm, I look around going, wait a minute, I'm hungry. Oh my gosh. And I had yes. nothing for me. Totally. <laughs> my life. Every airplane yeah. trip yeah. ever. So, <laughs> so, you know, you, you have to start getting a little bit more creative, making sure your purse always has something for yourself. Yeah. Um, I'm, I love my go-to is always a, an apple with raw almond butter and they, oh, they now that. sell the almond butter in individual packs. Yes. So I have those individual packs in my purse. Oh, so smart. I love because that. Because that stuff. sustains me. Because mm -hmm. if you know, if you only eat an apple alone, you, that's going to burn really quick and you're going to be famished. But if you have an apple with some kind of protein right. to it, it's going to last in your system longer. So mm -hmm. then you're satiated longer. So the protein, the almond butter to me is a godsend. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so smart. The, do you get the little, um, is it Justin's? Almond butter? Is um, no, I get, um, it's, it's artesians. Oh. The Justin's isn't always the Justin's. Some of the Justin's is roasted. You've got to look at that. Okay. Um, the artesian is all raw and artesian comes in the, in the single serving packets. They've got, um, almond butter, walnut butter, cashew butter. Um, they, I mean, they all have those in the, and they're all raw. Okay. Good to know. I'm going to have to check those out. 
Well, yeah. one of the things you mention in your book is this idea of cleaning out your pantry as the great way to start a new season. Talk to me about that. Yes. You know, so, and and I'll just go from my vantage point. So here I am, I'm a mom, I've got two kids. And so the pantry becomes this like royal disaster and you look at it and you're yeah. like, whoa, there's all this stuff in there. But the reality is the pantry needs to be, especially when we're, you know, I'm a type A multitasker and I need things and go. Yeah. So I have designed my pantry is for grab and go. I open it. The things that are at my hand level are grab and go. The things at my kids level is grab and go. And it's organized in that fashion. We don't buy a lot of like, you know, people tend to buy like all this extra stuff that sits in their pantry for years. Yes. And I was telling clients, listen, I want you to use that money on organics and more fruit and more vegetables. Stop buying this stuff that is just sitting in your, in your pantry doing nothing. It's this extra thing that we tend to buy. You know, your refrigerator basically should empty out by the end of the week. And then your freezer is back up. And then your pantry is the little filler items for snacks and some seasonings and things like that. But you always need to keep it that it's just the stuff that you're actually using. And the things that you aren't using. So I was at a client earlier today and she had chips and all this stuff. And of course, the you know, anytime you find chips in a client's cabinet, they're like, they're not mine. <laughs> They'll blame it on the husband or they blame it on, you know, their Aunt Betty's. When she comes over, she likes those chips. And I looked at my client. And I said, okay, that's fine. Well, then those chips need to be on the top shelf in the back for mm -hmm. whenever Aunt Betty shows up because they don't need to be in your vision. So true. The stuff in your vision has to be the stuff that you're using on a day-to-day -day basis. The same thing is, you know, I love tea. I'm a big tea drinker. Tea's my life. Me too. <laughs> so I have a tea section on my counter because when I, I wake up at 5 a.m. and when I walk into my kitchen, I need everything right there. I don't want to be looking for 12 different things. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to easily grab whatever I need to make my tea and move on from there. Yeah. And so that's what we got to look at too. So you got to set up all of your sections in your kitchen so that they're functional. I went to another client's house and I was trying to help her with some cooking tips and some of the spices were on the right of the stove. Other spices were on the right of the refrigerator. Something <laughs> else was on this top shelf. And I looked at her and said, how do you do this? I go, we've just spent 20 minutes looking for the ingredients. I go, everything that you use to cook needs to be right here next to your stove. And I started like emptying out cabinets. I'm like, these Tupperware containers, they don't need to be here. We're going to move those. And so by the time we were set and done, she looked at me and she goes, you know what? That was so simple. And it's kind of so obvious. And she goes, but I've been living this way for 10 years. You know, it's so funny. Said, that yeah, it, it just sometimes we get caught up on what I call the hamster wheel of life. We do. And sometimes yeah. we have to take a split second to say, you know what, is this really working for me? Yeah. Or if I've been complaining that my knife is not sharp for more than a day, then either <laughs> I throw out the knife and buy a new one or I sharpen my knife. But I've got uh, to leave things so that they're easy to do. And then that way, going into the kitchen and making a meal becomes much quicker and easier. You know, it's so interesting that we're talking about pantries right now because I just a little over a month ago, had my pantry completely reorganized with by this company called Hoarderly, and they come in and, and kind of rehaul, and they pulled every single item out of my pantry. And it's funny because as you said, I, I want to say we threw away 70% because it was either not being used, expired, which is embarrassing, um, just it was irrelevant. And then they really did what you're kind of talking about, which was optimize the things that I use more often, putting things in clear containers. And I know it sounds silly to say, but I truly feel that it improved the quality of my life. 
like drastically. Oh, no, I, I, I totally get it. Because like, it I does. love my pantry I, now. <laughs> well, it should, it, listen, it should look pretty. It should be organized and it should be something that you can just automatically say, I need this. And you go there and you know exactly where it is. Yes. I went to a client uh, two weeks ago. Three green garbage bags of stuff did I throw out of her pantry and her refrigerator. Yeah. It was yeah. either expired, it was no good, it was old. And then the funny part about it is that her and her husband love going to Costco. So she'd go to Costco and she'd buy, I don't know, garlic or, or you know, onion powder or something like that. Well, she kept buying new ones because she thought she didn't have any because yes. she couldn't find them. So yep. by the time I organized everything, I'm like, there's four onion powders here. Totally. I'm like, who needs four onion powders? <laughs> but that's what happens. It's so true. Well, you mentioned tea. I'm also a tea lover, too. And I know in your book, you talk about the benefits of a daily tea time. Talk to me about this. Well, you know, there's two different benefits. There's the social benefit aspect of it, because one of the things, too, in us trying to, you know, reignite or ignite our superpowers is we have to have we have to do something for ourselves every day. So my go to is to have tea with a friend, hmm. even if it's for 15 minutes. Yeah, it, it's something that I do. It resets my brain. Then when I go back to the chaos of whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm like a new person. Yeah. So that part of it is is a, a big part of it. Then on the flip side, tea has a lot of really great medicinal and nutritional benefits. Yeah. So taking advantage of that to, again, boost your immune system, strengthen yourself. So that you are much clearer to be able to handle everything you're doing in your day. Absolutely. All right. Because I'm talking to a fellow tea nerd, I have to ask, what are some of your favorites? <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with chais. Okay. And I've gone as far as like making my own chai mixes. Uh -huh. um, and I use it, do it in my food processor. But I love that spiciness when you put in the cloves and the cinnamon yeah. and the pepper and all the different flavors in there. That I love. And then to get it with a nice froth, like I do a frothy almond milk or a hemp milk. Oh, yeah. And that's probably my all time favorite. Then from there, I do like a lot of the different matcha type teas. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that has its own place. Um, and then I do, I'm kind of like the mad scientist. So I have this wonderful organic raw farmer's market. I live in Miami. And so I go there and she's got all these different tea, you know, beautiful teas in these little bags. And I yes. go and I buy a bunch of teas and many times I'll just go like this, you know, crazy scientist and start mixing and combining until I find this like great flavor that I've made. And I'm like, Oh, there it is. Fun. And I just start drinking that. So it. it always has green tea in it. It uh -huh. has mate type teas in there. And then all sorts of different herbs and spices. Yeah. So good. My favorite is, um, it's a matcha toasted rice by Numi. That's my very favorite. <gasps> yes. I've had that one before as well. That is yummy. Yes. And see toasted rice. And I have that in my book. You can easily do that yourself. Yeah, right. You and can. add the toasted rice into a tea and yeah. it flavors it. And I have the instructions in my book. Oh, fun. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yeah. Um, now, since we're talking about drinks, you also are a proponent of adding coconut oil to coffee. Yes. Why? So here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Okay. Um, caffeine and sugar for that for that. They give you a false sense of energy. So you get this yes. spike in energy yep. and then you fall. And then when you fall, you unconsciously crave something else. 
So either another cup of coffee, a bagel, a cookie, something to give you another jolt of energy. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, coconut oil in your coffee, you're not going to fl- you're not going to taste the coconut oil. You're all you're going to do is see the greasiness on the top of the coffee to be uh-huh. to be real with you. Yeah, but it's coconut neutral. oil has a lot of great yeah, coconut oil has a lot of great properties for your hormones. So it's got a lot of nutritional benefits for your body, which is one great, wonderful thing. But the fat is now not going to allow the caffeine to skyrocket your energy. What it's going to do, it's going to kind of like give you a bump in energy, and then it's going to make you cruise for a longer period of time. So you're actually going to feel energized for a longer period of time with the fat in your coffee than if you had no fat. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. But I never would have thought of that. And it's just it's a neutral, you don't really taste it. That's pretty brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You also talk about um, why salt is not a terrible thing, why we shouldn't be afraid of salt. Well, I mean, they kind of screwed up salt, unfortunately. So your regular Morton's table salt has been basically stripped of all the original nutrients that were attached to that salt. Right. And you're basically just left with the salt. And that's not good. That causes all sorts of issues. Because what happens is your body then, when you ingest that kind of table salt, it actually has to rob nutrients from other parts of your body in order to break down and digest that salt. Mm -hmm. On the flip side... If you get salt in its natural state, like a Celtic sea salt or a Himalayan sea salt, it comes with its own set of nutrients so that when you ingest it, it's already got its own team to help break down and digest it and do and actually give you a little bit of extra in your body as opposed to stripping stuff away from your body. Interesting. Um, And then what about sugar? Well, sugar is a tough one because it's really not just sugar. And so for all your listeners out there, it's no longer just sugar. It's sugar, flour, dairy, and alcohol. All those things break (laughs) down and digest as a sugar. I know, I know. But, you know, so so here's, here's really the ideal situation. And I tell this to clients like literally on a daily basis. You can have zero to one sugar per meal and snack. And mm-hmm. so it's about making choices. Right. So a client the other day, she had coffee, cream, sugar, toast, jam, and juice. And I looked at her and I said, okay, that's all sugar. Yeah. Something's got to give. Yeah, sure. And so she looked at me and she goes, you know what? I'm not willing to give up my coffee, cream, and sugar. And I was like, fine. You can keep the coffee, cream, and sugar, but then what else are we going to eat? Now we need protein and fat because now uh-huh. you've already got your sugar in there. So then she chose eggs eggs and avocado, and I'm like, fantastic. And oddly enough, she sent me a text message the other day because she's like, I can't tell you how much more energy I have mm. every morning now that I've been doing this. She's oh, been doing so it for true. three weeks. It's so true. If I, The difference for me between eating a lot of carbs in the morning versus protein, I feel completely different in the morning. Yeah. So, you know, I I always tell people that what you got to do is you look at your proportions of your carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, and they're going to actually help you monitor your energy for your day. So, for example, you take me this morning. This morning, I had breakfast at 5 a.m., and I'm not going to – I haven't eaten lunch yet, so I'm going to eat lunch after I speak to you. So that's a long day. Uh And so my breakfast was all protein fat. Right. So right now, as I'm speaking to you, I'm not famished. Right. I'm just, you know, I'm getting close to being ready to eat, but I'm not famished. But on the other hand, if I would have had cereal and milk this morning, by now, I would have been hangry. Yeah. 
Absolutely. would have been ready to eat off my arm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you kind of use your proportions so that things will stay in your system longer. You know, carbohydrates usually ideally come from fruits, vegetables, and unrefined grains. That is immediate energy. Your protein is what I call cruise control. How long do you mm-hmm. want it to stay in your system for? And your fat is your backup battery. Yeah. So now you That's use all three components should be in every single meal and snack. Yeah. But it's the amount of each each proponent is going to be different depending on what your activity level is, when your next meal is, you know, your energy level, all that other kind of stuff. You know, in your book, you talk about we're talking about health a little bit, but you talk about the four pillars of, of our, you know, sort of superpower strengths. Talk to me Correct. about those. So you have your food and nutrition. You've got your your exercise and movement, sleep and relaxation, and happiness. Mm -hmm. And together, they create a really healthy individual. I mean, think of it this way. You can have somebody who's got a great physique in the gym, and you see them in the gym all the time. They have a phenomenal physique. But maybe they eat really bad foods, and maybe they're cranky. So ideally, they're not a healthy individual. It's the appearance, but they're not truly healthy. So really to be healthy through and through, you got to combine those four pillars and everything is intertwined. If you're not sleeping correctly, you're not going to lose weight. It's going to be almost impossible for you to lose weight if you don't sleep right. I see that with clients all the time. So, you know, again, everything is intertwined. And so you have to have some kind of a system for each one of those areas. And that's, you know, again, part of what I, you know, wanted to share in my book is how do you do this in a really easy manner where it doesn't become like all consuming because all of the health books you read out there, they'll give you all sorts of research studies and science and all this kind of stuff. But you know what? That's not helping me. I need doable action things that I can do right now that's going to actually impact me. Right. So, you know, something when it comes to sleep, you know, here's what you do. You have to measure how deep asleep are you getting? So mm-hmm. if you wake up in the morning and you just need to hit the snooze button or need a crane to pull you out of bed, you're not getting good quality sleep. That's just all there is to it. You're not getting good quality sleep. So now how do we fix that? So your room should be pitch dark. And I mean, every single LED light from like a computer or something needs to be covered. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, we look at those tiny lights as meaning nothing. But if you were to close your eyes and I flashed a flashlight onto your closed eyelids, you'd see the light penetrate. And so what happens is we're in a deep sleep and we roll over and one of those little lights beams us in the eye. That now takes us out of deep sleep. And now we have disrupted sleep. Yep. And then we have to fall back. They call them sleep cycles. So sleep cycles is your deep sleep. And if you have like a Fitbit or one of these watches, you can actually look at the chart. I find those fascinating. And Uh I think it's important to look at because in a perfect world, you've got about six of those sleep cycles and they're about 75 minutes each. Mm -hmm. That would be perfect. Right. But if you notice that you have these little skinny sleep cycles and then you have this, you know, restless sleep and then you're awake, then that's not a good thing. Then you got to work on that. The same as your room should be a little bit colder than usual because that helps with slumber as well. Interesting. I did not know that. That's good. Yeah, that's good information. I um, sleep is a struggle for me and I you know, I, I firmly believe in that sleep weight connection. I do know that that is very true for me when I am not getting enough sleep, my cortisol levels are shot. And then my, you know, metabolism is in the tank as well. Mm -hmm. 
Well, you got to remember, too, that your body physically recovers between 10 and 2, and it mentally recovers between 2 and 6. So, you know, you have that physical component, and then you have the mental component. So, you know, mental clarity, they research study just came out that stated that if you hit the snooze button one or more times in the morning, that actually hampers your mental clarity for up to four hours. No kidding. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of a weird thing, because if I gave you a pen and said, hey, I can get you a better pen than that. You have, it's a physical thing. You're looking at it and I give you a better pen and you compare them and you're like, yes, this is a better pen. But when it comes to your health, if I say, you know what? I bet you I can make you feel better. It's a weird thing because some people will say, well, listen, I just came back from my physical. My doctor says I'm perfect. I feel great. I managed to do everything I need to do in the day. What do you mean I can feel better? But we can always all feel better. Yeah. Just with little tiny tips and tricks. And all of a sudden we're like, whoa, I had no idea that I had this kind of energy at three o'clock in the afternoon. Or, you know, that, you know, things seem that my creativity was kicking in so much more, you know, the radical changes. It can happen, but it's the it's the things that we need to do for self-care that's gonna make that happen. Yeah, it's those little modifications. And your book has really outlined, you know, step by step how to how to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you Absolutely. so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find your book? They can find it at superpowerblueprint.com or basically just go to my website, which is adita, A-D-I-T-A, L-A-N-G.com. And you'll find all my information there and you'll find my book. I just wrote a new book actually, which oh, is called Superpowers of the Family Kitchen. Thank awesome. you very much. And so that one is dedicated to parents on how you feed your kids for growth and development, immune support, mental clarity, and focus. And so that one is is out in the um, stores now as we, as we speak. Thanks for joining us. Continue the self-care conversation with us over at Instagram at at Selfie Podcast. And make sure to join our uber supportive community that we love on Facebook by searching for Selfie Podcast Community. You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week. Special thanks to Shepherd Audio for providing our music. Take care.